Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Shruti. Can you hear me? Give me one second, okay? Just so they go ahead with the questions, though. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Um, We've been doing Zoom calls from past 11 years. If you have any questions, please uh, raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, let our team know that you're a newcomer. Good, Shruti. Viral. Thank you, Rahul, for allowing me to ask this question. Uh, I Just before that, I want to thank you for your firm because you guys have done a wonderful job in the past for getting me through a situation. So thank you for that. My question is on I-539 form. There is an employment question uh, at page three. It says if the applicant is employed or not since the last change of status. In my case, the applicant is uh, like a self-employed and is doing a notary public. So what should I put in the description at the end in the part eight? And do I need to provide a evidence document for that? You don't have to provide any evidence. You have the work permit, is right? Yes, yes. Okay, you just... Self-employed. That's all you will tell. Okay. 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 A self-employed and working as a notary, uh, something like that. Don't don't put the notary because I have some issues with the notary though. You must take okay. green card holder if I'm not mistaken. But that's a different topic. Right now you don't have to mention about the notary. Okay. Oh, only self-employed and supported by the spouse. Is that fine? Yeah, you can do so. Okay. Okay. Next so person. Only that one. Yeah. Thank you Rafik, so much. And- Rafik. You need to unmute yourself. Hey, Rahul. This is Anwar from Houston. Uh, yeah, Anwar, currently, I'm on H4. Go, go ahead, Anwar. Yeah, yes. yes, currently, I'm on H4. The visa is stamped in my passport. Will be expired uh-huh. July 2024. Uh, uh-huh. Recently, we got a U visa, uh, where U visa can give a green card uh, straight after three years. Uh-huh. But we have already planned to go to India this summer. Uh, okay, I, I have to tell you one thing. I have to tell you one thing. I yes. am not good in U visas. Yes. I've never done U visas. So you need to consult the lawyer who's good in that. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Yes. Uh, but let me ask you the question. I think uh, Margaret uh, uh, visa. Thing no, sir. I do, so that... I do not. I do not know whether Margarita switch works for U visa. Please don't take my advice on it. Okay. <laughs> Next person, okay. please. Hari. Uh, hello, Rahul. Thank you for your time, sir. I put in the questions in the Google form, sir. Let me know. If uh, unfortunately, I'm not looking into the Google form today. I'm sorry about that. Can you ask the question if you don't mind? No, <laughs> no. Sure. Yeah, sir, your office assisted me in filing I-485J supplement. Mm-hmm. So okay. currently, I'm, I'm due for uh, EAD slash AP combo card renewal. So yes. I have a trip coming up to India, but can I apply the renewal right now or after I come back from India? I believe the AP form gets rejected if I travel outside the country. Yeah, when is when is when is your AP and advance for when is your AP and EAD expiring? Sir, this September, sir. When are your when are your travel plans? 
May and June. Come back and uh, contact us at that time, okay? Okay, sir. And then the one last question is, my wife is in H-1B, so we are using uh, the AP card to skip the visa interview, sir. But in the just form... Because, just because yeah. she used the AP, she will still be considered to be in uh, she will still be considered to be in h1b okay okay and the i94 it won't say parole or anything right it will, say, back. It, it will it will say parole but you will still answer as h1b next person no. please. ali thank you sir for your time i have only two fast questions one my one question is uh i just get certified for labor condition application but the intended employment date is wrong. It's only two years while the company wants us to fill up three years. So can I change the intended employment date in the I-129 form or it should match the labor condition application date? Okay, so what, what is... Uh, Rahul, hear you. Rahul, your voice is breaking. Suti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Yes. Yeah, so you can change... Even though the LCA dates tells different thing, you can change it on I want to deny. Okay. So I can I can change the so date in I one twenty nine to make it free. Absolutely. You absolutely. You absolutely. Okay. Can. Second question is in the I one twenty nine form, uh, it says the processing cost, and since processing information, since I am inside the United States now with OPT cards, do I need to fill that form? to make it consulate or reply to inspection. Are you selling the I-129? No, are you my company. A lawyer or are you doing it by this? No, my well, company. Well, let them do the job, okay? Okay. Let them do it. You don't fill it out. It's it's complex for you to get it, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, then. Next person, please. Mao. Hi, uh, Rahul. So we have a question. So this is for my husband. Um, so his he has an ad, um, uh, advanced payroll, which is expiring uh, in October 20 of 2023. And then uh, his e, that uh, he got through my employer. And then he has an EAD um, uh, through his employer, which is uh, expiring in June 2024. The thing is, like, the AP through his employer got denied as already he has it through my wife's employer. I got it. I got it. Okay. Uh, so okay. the thing, what we want is, so uh, he's been working in, uh, he's been working on EAD that he got through his employer, and he's been in India since uh, Feb 2023. So uh, mid of Feb, like Feb 26. So we want to know until when he can stay in India and work. Um, he was the primary applicant for. He was the primary applicant for the H, uh, adjustment of status in one of the adjustment of statuses, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He should not stay beyond four months now. He should not stay beyond like four months. Okay. That's right. And uh, and then when I when we renew the advance payroll, right? Once he comes back to the US, so yeah, uh, uh, so. Do we have to? I mean, do I to, I need to renew the combo card or just do the renewal of AP? Because he also had AP that he got uh, was like for a combo card. Irrespective of try to do both the things, EAD and advance parole. Okay. Okay. Next person. Okay. iPhone. Hey, hi. Go this ahead. is Shweta. Um, so I I came here uh, as my uh, on my uh, student visa and I did work on OPT, CPT, and H1B, but. Uh, I took a break in between uh, 2020 and uh, I shifted myself to H4 because I lost my job. And uh, after a one and a half year of break, I did get my EAD and I've started working around September. So I'm planning on going to India right now. Like I'm planning to take a summer a vacation. Um, 
I this is my like uh, filling out the DS one sixty after almost like eight years, and uh, does the e DS one sixty has to match with the initial DS one sixty that I filed because it's a way almost eight years back. Uh, does it has to match dot to dot? Will that match? Not not, any... not dot to dot. If there is some here and there, a month here, month there, that's fine. But it cannot say okay. that previously. You cannot say that you work with Vipro, and now you can't say you never work with Vipro. That's definitely a mismatch, though. But if there is a month here okay. and there, that's fine. Yeah, because I applied as my student visa, and I've never gone back uh, after my Hitchin yeah, approval. That's perfectly all right. You're still eligible yeah, for the so... Dropbox right now. Okay, and one more question, um, sir. Uh, do I have to really declare my employment in DS one sixty if I'm working on my yes. EAD? Okay. Yes, ma'am. You absolutely uh, got it. You don't know and one last question. <laughs> no, not really. Okay. <laughs> but I did hear that I don't really have to. No, ma'am. Uh, you have to. We have to okay. because we we need to know whether you're working with Al Qaeda or not. Okay. And one last question: uh, Can I like really uh, extend my stay while working on EBD? And how long can I stay if I have to? If I can stay where? In India, in in India, well, you can stay for ten decades. It doesn't matter. You good? Uh, if I'm working on my EAD, can I still stay and work? Techni technically, when you are sitting in United uh, in India, you, you it is mm -hmm. not you're not an EAD. You're technically Indian citizen. Okay? Right. So, it, can an Indian citizen work in India? Well, you know the answer to it is right. They can. That's right. Yeah. Now, whether or not the payroll is running through USA is a technically a different question for the accountant, though. But as far as the immigration laws are concerned, they are not applicable to you. Okay. 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 So, Next person. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Previously, I told that guy four months, but that's different. You can stay for one year. You're good. Next, next person, please. Ramesh. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for giving me option to ask the question. My question is willing to file a firm for me. So I work for a different company in India. Uh, like, uh, I mean, I don't work for that consultant right now. So he's willing to give me a job prospect based on firm outcome. So with six days left on my H1, is it possible to get a favorable approval from DOL? Or will they raise any concerns since I am in overseas? Wait, so you, where are you right now? In India. So right now, you're working in India. Where you are, so you used up almost six years of H-1B, but six days left on right. six right. years right. of H-1B. And a company is filing a firm labor and getting an I-140 approval. Will you be able to resurrect your H-1B because you have only six days left? Is that your question? Right, yeah. Absolutely, you can. Okay, so there won't be any questions from the DOL, right? No. Since I'm fighting from, no. from no. overseas. No. no, technically, no questions at all. Next person, please. Uh -huh. You don't have to be in Thank USA you. to apply for palm labor. You don't have to be in H1B to apply for palm labor. You can be anywhere. You don't have to be employed by that company to file, file a palm labor. Next person, please. Rag? Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Rag. Uh, I have a, a different question. So, uh, 
Um, actually, I'm planning to get a house here, but um, the house currently is in um, Rhode Island Affordable Housing Program. So does that count as any government benefit and that might impact um, uh, my um, green card in future? Um, right. so I have my I-150 getting approved. Yeah, it looks like it's only for the low-income U.S. citizens or residents of the United States. So it doesn't look like that you fit into it. Unless I know more detail, I need to look into mm -hmm. all the fine prints that they make you mm -hmm. sign there. I doubt whether you can or not. Yeah. So at this point of time, I take yeah. the stance that you should not buy that property. Okay, because uh, the the seller agent she looked uh, she she already won with a lot of Indians before. I do not trust them. Them. I do not okay. trust them because they are trying okay. to get their commission. They don't care what happens to you. Okay, I need to look into the fine prints before the government official is it because these things are for poor people who are staying in the United States who are mm. U.S. citizens or green card holders. You are neither of those things. If you would, you wouldn't have come to this co conference call. So definitely, I would I I want see. you to stay away from it. Next person, please. Shivi? Okay, thank you. Hi, Rahul. This is Shivi here. Um, I have a situation. I was denied on H-1B visa stamping in Mumbai. And I was given to, to 1G misrepresentation or a fraud. It's been one and a half year. We have reached out to oh, wait. Internet. Wait, 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 mm -hmm. ma'am. So you have been hit with the misrepresentation or fraud one and a half years ago. That is yeah. a permanent lifetime bar for you ever to come into the United States. What's the reason why they gave it to you? I don't know. I've reached out to DHS. Uh, did you CBC. ever, ma'am, 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 ma did you ever work mm -hmm. with a company called Aztec, A-Z-T-E-C-H? No. Did no, you sir. ever work, okay, anything that you... What about the H-1B that the first H-1B that was filed? Is it an internal project? Um, No, I have worked with uh, Philips and Abbott. And the reason I'm on a call, because I see, I saw your post yesterday for uh, the fraud that they said that um, uh -huh. for the H-1B, um, if you uh -huh. applied for with the two or something, I have applied right. with my employer and a sister company of an employer. So I uh -huh. was in a tension that is it because of that? Because it's USCIS correct. is not um, responding. They said that we did not find any record. It no reason be. has found for you. It, it could um, be, ma'am. It could be. But I legal want... at le Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it could be that. Did you work with Integra by any chance, anytime? No, is no. right? No. Okay. Philips so want... Abbott only. So I want you to have a consultation, though, because I need to screen you very much why. Could it be that you file with two of those things? It could be because that is considered to be misrepresentation. But we haven't seen them hitting with misrepresentation and fraud one year ago. We only started seeing that about one to two months ago. We haven't seen been seeing that before. I have okay? done a consultation with you last year when okay. I got rejected. Um, okay. But the situation was different. And now I have reached out to all the agencies, but... Uh, CBP is the one which we are still waiting, um, but LegalNet pointed that this is a decision taken by BHS, and I again went and I was told by the visa officer that the decision was taken by CBP, but no one is responding and I'm at India one and a half year, no job, nothing. My husband is in um, USA, so we've been apart in 15 days of our marriage, and it's been a year of our marriage. Um. So... The, the, there are two options available. First, we need to figure it out. 
what went wrong, which we are unable to right now. The yeah. second thing, if you have a follow-up consultation, you can send an email to you because if you have consulted, you paid $400 to me at consulted, then I we have a follow-up consultation. Send an email to me and then I will send you a follow-up okay. consultation that'll be, that'll be day after tomorrow. And uh, okay. also, you may look into considering filing the waiver application. That'll take a okay. year's time for you to apply for the waiver application. Once we so apply... what do you suggest for the litigation going and no litigation. litigation is not an option. The only no. litigation we can at this point of time, Sue, is file a freedom of information to drag the information and only We have done COI. We pay, have done COI. To... Okay, no. Ma'am, can you listen to me, please? Yeah, and sure. we, we, the only litigation that you can do is that give me the documents what we requested in the freedom of information, yeah, sure. not to adjudicate. But we'll discuss. I'll discuss with you on Thursday since you have a follow-up consultation. Okay, next person. Okay, Samir. Yeah, Samir. Yes. Hey, hi, Rahul. Um, this is regarding my wife. Uh, we have the I-140 approved. Uh, I-145. Rahul, can you hear me? I can. I-140 is approved. Go okay. ahead. Okay. I-145 is in pending status. And we have EAD and uh, advanced parole approved as well. Nice. So okay. my wife at this point want to change a job. Uh, so it's uh, been it's been it's been it's been more than 180 days. Your wife has filed the 485 application, is that right? Yes. Absolutely, she can. As long as the next job is in the similar profession, like an IT profession or software profession, it is perfectly all right. Do you need to file the 485J supplement? You don't need to. When you get an RFP, you can do. You don't need to do. You can do it when you go for the interview. You technically don't need to do anything. She already has an EAD. Does she need an H1B? That's up to you. Uh, she may not need H1B because she has an EAD. But if you want H1B, she can move on H1B too. All right. Appreciate your answer. Thank you so much. So, Next person, please. Rehram. Uh, try, hi, to put your uh, try to put your cameras on, guys, to get preference. Go ahead, Rahul. Go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is, um, I, I'm on H4 EAD, and my H4 EAD, for example, uh, not for example, was going to expire on John 28, 2023, but my H1 got approved on John 26, 2023. And again, my H4 and H4 EAD got approved on, Jan on February 26th. I want to know what, what visa status I am currently, whether H4 so first, or H1B. First, which one got approved? H1B got approved? First, H1B got approved on Jan 26th. Then the H4 and H4AD got approved on Feb 26th. The latest one will be the one which will be active. So in February of 2000, in, in, since your H4 is approved after H1B, technically you are an H4, not an H1B. But there is something called Margarita Switch, though. Okay? okay. Just uh, go to the YouTube, type in Margarita Ready. Okay? Or Margarita okay. Rahul Ready. There's a video in it. I want you to watch that Margarita Switch. All, all you need to do is that go to Mexico, have a Margarita, you come back, you switch to H1B. You can do that. Okay. Can I go along with my wife to Mexico? Absolutely. She... Okay. Why not? Go... Take, but, take but she she does not have an approved stamp visa in her passport, but she has got a valid. That's exactly 
why I told you to go to Mexico. If you go to India, you need to have a stamp visa to come back into United States. But if you go to Mexico and you're going there not for stamping, you're coming back within 30 days after you leave, you go to uh, you go to uh, within 30 days with, uh, after you go to Mexico. You do not need the stamping as long as you have a valid I-94 and the underlying status is good. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Raju. Yeah, hi Rahul. Actually, my question is related to my short in I-94. Uh, my I-797 is still September uh, September 2023. Due to the passport expiry date, 7th March 2023, my I-94 was given till March 7th, 2023. Before expiry I-94, we have filed petition on 6th March overnight. But Good, it's received... Good job. It's received to USCIS, but uh, unfortunately, on USCIS on 7th March, unfortunately, it is returned by USCIS on 16th March. Same day, we resent, resent it to the uh, USCIS and I have a receipt with 16th rate. Here, my question is actually, I would like to know, as I have stayed 8th to 7th, 15th March, 8 days without a valid identity for how it will impact my status and stamping in the future if I cross the country. You are still staying unlawfully in this country, though. Because you filed an extension after your I-94 expired, that is not considered to be a proper extension. Unless they approve it, it's something called non-protanque. That means please be excused. Excuse me because I'm out of status. So uh, the better solution for you right now is actually go outside the country and come back in rather than waiting for the denial of this, uh, of this extension. Okay? Okay. You're doing everything wrong everything wrong first you should have done that extension before itself second you filed the wrong application third when you got the denial you should not have gone, filed it again you should have left the country everything what i can suggest you you're doing everything wrong you need to consult a lawyer and get outside the country and come back in and withdraw the extension next person please anil yeah hello hi rahul yes sir. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I uh, I work for Deloitte. I came on L1B visa and later I got promoted to manager last year. Uh, I converted to L1A. So uh -huh. by this October, I will complete five years on my L1A, L1A and L1B. And this uh -huh. year, my did not get picked. And uh, okay. since I got promoted after coming to US, they started filing EB2 green card uh, this month uh -huh. only. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they filed PWD and mm -hmm. uh, I have two more years of visa left on my L1A that I will put my seven years uh, by 2025 October. So mm -hmm. I have more chances. I don't think EB2, I won't, will, I, I won't get green card in two years. That is for sure. So I want, to, I want to understand the options to stay in United States beyond seven years. I know that there are two more H1s. So my question is, uh, what happens if my H1 gets a H1 lottery doesn't get picked up in the next year, but it gets picked in the seventh year uh, when I have already finished six, uh, when I'm in the seventh year of my L1A? As long as you have an I-140 approval, I don't see any problem with your H1B. Uh, okay. I What I got to know was uh, if I complete uh, six years of... Six, six, do, 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 one, do, do one favor to me, please. Mm -hmm. Send an email to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me check. Um, uh, we, we have uh, sent an email to me at rahul at rnlawgroup.com. I will answer this question afterwards to you, okay? 
Uh, my, okay. my colleague Shruti is going to give you my email address. I got okay. your point because if in the seventh year of your L1A, if you get the H1B lottery and then you already have an I-140 approval, can you mm -hmm. extend the H1B? That's a question. Let me answer to you in email, okay? Yeah. Okay. Thank you then. We'll go to the next person. Check, uh, Shruti will give you the e email address. Sandhya, go ahead. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so yes, my question is, I have a GCEAD, however, nice. and I'm planning to, <clears throat> I have the combo card, GCEAD at Advanced Parole, and I'm huh? uh, planning to switch the job, but I, I will be using my H-1B. The reason because my husband doesn't have the uh, GCEAD and combo card because he was out of country. We could not file for him. Oh. So I'll be using H-1B. So in this mm -hmm. case, uh, when 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 I switch the company, do I have to uh, file the GC uh, again right from the beginning from the perm labor? No, absolutely not required. Ma you can switch H one B. You can switch your husband's H four. You do not have to perm. You do not have to file the I one forty. When the priority date becomes current, which you know when it does, okay, you can mm -hmm. add your husband's application to your application, even though you are no longer working for the company that filed for the perm and I-140. Okay, so I need not file. I can just continue my, um, uh, the, the GCEAD. Moment of the, uh, absolutely. Uh, no, no, ma'am. You're not going to move to GCEAD. You will have the GCEAD, right. but you're going to maintain the H-1B because your husband yes. is on H-4. If you Correct. move to the GCEAD, your husband will become illegal. Right. That's why we are not, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, but I'm can, to use but, my H-1B. But, but you can change the company. You can change the company. You don't have to stick with the company. Okay. okay I can change, but I need not uh, apply the perm. Uh, I can continue. Uh, you, you are absolutely right now. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Shashi. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, so my question was, you know, my uh, fiance's uh, I-94 got expired like 20 days ago. An employer is asking to leave the country uh, and come back. So, mm -hmm. Shenki, uh, can she do the uh, travel to Mexico via air and come back? These are something that I don't want to speak in the recorded line. What did the company's lawyer advising her? I know, she, I know the company lawyer told her to leave. What did what did they told how to how she's going to come back? Um. She, the, they said like this. Uh, C, it depends on the CBP officer to. Um... Okay, yeah, yeah, you can make a consultation, but I will be in the same lines of what your company's, what your fiance's company's lawyer said. I will be in the same lines. I may be a little bit more definitive. I'll give you a percentage of chances, but I, I kind of agreeing with the company lawyer. Next person, please. I don't want her to file an extension. Remember the other guy. He was filing an extension. That is a bad choice that the company lawyer took it. But your your fiance's company lawyer seems to be a very rightful person. Next person, please. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, sir, you know, I, I am currently working with company A on uh, H-1B. And, you know, uh -huh. I already secured the green card EAD, you know, on, uh, on, on the downgrade process on EB3. Nice. Uh, so... So, you know, right now, you know, I've picked up, you know, another job, you know, in, in another come uh, with company B and I'm planning to use the green card EAD with them. So okay, if so I do, if I, if I do that, do I have, can I continue both the jobs? 
Absolutely, and, you can if you want to. And and do I have to inform company A about uh, using the green card EAD or uh, not inform them? You don't no. have to technically inform them. You know what will happen if you inform them? I'm working yes. with company B. You're going to get fired with company A. So at this point exactly. of time, so yeah, if you continue with company A, if you continue mm-hmm. with company B, you are not violating any of the immigration rules. Gotcha. Okay. And, now, and, is uh, it ethically good? Ethically not good? That's up to you. But as far as the immigration laws are concerned, you're not violating anything. Yes, I'm, I'm going to be splitting my hours, you know, I mean, uh, somehow, you know. Do and, and for the, you I'm just an immigration lawyer, okay? Okay. And, and for the J supplement, uh, do I have to file because the primary no. is not current? No, you don't have to file a J, J supplement with company B. Okay. So just wait till the priority date becomes current. Am I right? And then file again. No, you still don't need to file with company B. The reason okay. is that you're still com- working with company A. You're under okay. no obligation, none whatsoever at all, in filing okay. a 485J supplement with company B. Either they, they issue an RFP, then also you still will be with company A. You are not going to tell company A you're working for company B. Okay? Okay. And if the thing then, goes south, you know, with company A, and if I resign that company... Then, then, then at the time when there is an RFP or when there is an interview, at that point of time, you can. Next person, please. Thank you. Um, hi. Hi, Rahul. So um, I just wanted to ask, I'm in H1B in US and my wife uh, in H4 with me. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Uh, this year, um, I have applied an uh, H1 to her and it got picked up. But uh-huh. unfortunately, it's with uh, two employers. Okay. The, the propaganda, what is going on, right? Uh, I don't want to get into that because I don't know whether genuine or not. Uh, we have got uh, offer letter from the two employers and uh, it has been interviewed, uh, but I don't have any uh, option to um, evaluate whether they're genuine or not until unless USCS send an out to them, right? So to get out of this, like um, uh, I don't want to proceed with the application. Is I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. Shruti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Okay. What happened to this guy? Come on, buddy, come back. Uh, am I audible? Now you are. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I think I have to start from scratch, right? Or else you have no, you, no, 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 no. You told me that your wife filed two H1Bs from two different companies. She's an H4 EAD. You don't yeah. want to deal with those companies right now. And yeah. go ahead. Yeah, because of uh, that um, current uh, 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 things are happening, right? Around this one, uh, this current year uh, H1B filings, right? So mm-hmm. if I if I wanted to stay back, I mean, like, I don't want to proceed further. Is that yes. safe? Like uh, going with uh, whatever the investigation happens, right. like LinkedIn ban or whatever it is. Right or, now, um, uh, right now, you whatever damage has been done, done. I don't, okay. my, my advice to you right now, based on my Friday video that I released, my advice mm-hmm. to you right now is don't apply H1B for your wife. Let her continue on the H4 EAD. Okay. 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 Got it. Okay. Okay. So I mean, okay. like the whatever the damage happened, right? That's what I I was concerned about now. I so I know, but there is nothing we can do right now. Mm-hmm. We cannot go back in the time and correct it. We've been telling about this, guys, from past four years. We've been telling it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Remember the lady that came out from Mumbai that got some yes. visa rejected. I don't know if you mm-hmm. were there. We don't yes. want that to happen to your wife. Okay, and when we tell that they don't listen, when she came and told, now you're following it. 
okay yes so yes it's happening a lot at this point of time i can't correct your wife's mistakes going back i can only correct going forward don't file the h1b let us stay on the h4 ead okay okay is there will be any hit on uh, uh, hit on uh, passport now like uh, at this point of time we have not noticed for the people who have not filed the h1b's just got selected we have not noticed it but could okay. there be because she colluded with them could they mm-hmm. do it we don't know keep watching our youtube channel we will inform you about it thank you so much okay yep <coughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, uh ruth generally and our team there is not going to be any zoom call for us guys at 12 of fly we are not, we are not going to have a zoom call ruth can you tell uh, other people hari okay thank you generally just inform there is not going to be any uh, 12 of fly zoom call thank you guys for coming the next zoom call will be tomorrow at 4:30 pm salt time thank you guys for coming in thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day Thank you.